my doctor who I work with, he shares this story, which I just love so much. I just keep it so much in my heart that he was on stage with Abraham Hicks and he was basically like, my client has all these issues and I can't fix them. Like what is going on? And she looked at him and, and she said, why are you looking at your clients as anything other than perfection in the eyes of God? And that like really, really hit me. And that's a practice that I carry with me is really looking at my clients as just perfection in the eyes of God as much as I can. You're listening to the Everyday is a Breakthrough podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Hummel. I'm here to invite you into living your most alive and aligned life possible. On this podcast, I'll be holding the mirror for your deepest truths and desires and giving you the permission and the power to not only follow your dreams, but to walk with firm trust in all of who you are and everything that you do. So if you're somebody who's here to live out your life's purpose and you're the kind of person who gets after it no matter what, this show is for you and I hope that you get the absolute most out of listening. All right. Um, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited. We are just doing a little pre-show chat and getting excited. I have Dr. Esme here tuning in from the beautiful island of Bali. I'm so excited um, to have her on the podcast. Dr. Esme is a doctor of chiropractic, a network spinal practitioner, and a nervous system optimization and evolution specialist. She's also a nervous system enthusiast. And of course, she's currently based in the beautiful island of Bali, Indonesia, and she works with people from all over the globe. Hi, Jaden. Thank you so much for having me here. I am super excited to chat and share all it is that you desire to experience. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so excited to have you. And we just, so everybody knows I'm at my house in Los Angeles. It's funny. Ever since I started this podcast, typically I travel a lot. Like when I'm on group coaching calls or on podcasts, like I'm in a different place every week. And I always start this podcast by saying I'm at home. So you guys probably think I've never... (laughs) left, but I've been here almost in every episode. So I'm at my house, super, super, super happy and grateful to be sitting with you tonight. And I think it's really fun to just start. We're going to paint the, not only share your story about like where you've been and how you've gotten to where you are, which is doing this amazing work in Bali. It's super incredible work that I also am a student of, or a, um, what do they call it in network? I'm a practice member. I'm a practice member. I do. (laughs) I I receive the work um, here in Los Angeles from somebody else. So I'm a huge fan of your work. And we'll talk about really how you got to where you are today to do this incredible stuff. And I also really want to highlight your journey. And I think it's so fun to just start with how we met and sort of where you began. And I think in my memory, of it we met through a mutual this is my hallucination of it and yours might be different we met mm-hmm. online through Facebook like through a mutual friend um, when I was actually doing I was really into like fitness and kind of wellness coaching and running like workout like fun sort of groups and we met through there a long time ago yeah, I, I don't even know if it was through a mutual friend. I just remember yeah. seeing your workout videos and I was like, I want those workout videos. <laughs> and so I was like, your client, like what, 14 years ago or something. Yeah, it was just so funny because on this, when we first got on here and we were doing the pre-show, just chatting, you were like, I feel so drawn to your work. So it's so funny. I feel like we've been really drawn to each other and just sharing and resonating for a super long time. So we started just like working out together on Facebook when I was running these groups and connected through there. And then 
we had fought, like, I don't use Facebook a ton, but I would see you on there. Maybe we were on Instagram and I've been going to the chiropractor my whole life. Like I have, you know, I've, I've had back pain since I think I was young enough to feel pain. I'd always been going to the chiropractor. And I actually remember thinking it was really cool that you just went to normal chiropractic school because I was like, oh, in the back of my head, I always used to think like, maybe I could do something like that. Like I could, could have seen myself working in this world, but physically. So I remember thinking it was really cool that you went to chiropractic school. So I think I was sort of following your journey then, and then you got into network and then we sort of reconnected so many places where we could start with this conversation. Um, So yeah, I'd, I'd really love to share or to have you share. So you decided to go to school to be a chiropractor and what led you to this work? Yeah, way, way back a few years ago now, I was I was dealing with, and I think this is actually how we ended up connecting because you had resonated with my story. You were like, oh yeah, like I've been experiencing these health conditions as well. And, and oh my gosh, network worked for you. What is this magic, you know? And <sighs> so for years, I was really struggling with chronic ailments in my body, chronic symptoms. And I wasn't getting any answers. I wasn't getting any relief. I was basically being told that I was, you know, hallucinating or making this up. And there was, I actually ended up surrendering into the the conditions and coming to terms with, okay, like this is how I'm going to live. Like, and then one day I woke up and I was like, you know what, enough is enough. Like, I know that I meant to experience greater vitality in my body like I know this and Mm -hmm. my grandma had just passed away a couple weeks ago and she had come to me in a dream and she told me to go to chiropractic school so that was like a big guidance and I was also working with a functional medicine practitioner who had become a chiropractor and you know I was really inspired by his path and how much he could see me and he was helping me and I was I want to do what you do and so I ended up in chiropractic school thinking I was going to be a functional medicine practitioner and ended up falling madly in love with chiropractic, the philosophy behind chiropractic. And my roommate at the time, my Cairo roommate, told me to get on a network spinal table. And I had been experiencing shortness of breath for four years. And it was this man just gently touched my sacrum. And I experienced a full breath for the first time in four years. And so I sat up and I was like, what is this magic? Like, what is this? Um, and so I ended up getting under consistent care and my world blew up. My perception of my symptoms shifted, my health radically shifted and my entire path lit up for me. And I was like, this is where I'm going to be. Wow. Okay. I remember reading that story, I think about you saying, I haven't taken a deep breath in four years. And then I took one. And I want to like talk about this just for a second in case anybody listening is resonating with any of the things that were a part of your story or were a part of mine, because I remember reading that, reading about not being able to get a deep breath in. And I don't remember your part of the story, but that was, I couldn't take a full deep breath. And then I had these weird, there were a couple of things going on with me. Couldn't take the deep breath. And then I had these weird like pains in my chest, like not in a concerning way, just like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just like stuff that was weird. And I think the best anybody could explain it was maybe scar tissue from like falling on my skateboard and like build up. It was just weird pains I had in my chest. And then also what was the other thing? Oh, I was just like a little bit dizzy all the time. Like, like, (laughs) five percent dizzy all the time (laughs) and I'm like I didn't used to be dizzy all the time and I'm like so healthy I work out I'm an athlete like all this stuff and none of it was bad enough to like go to the hospital or nothing was there and I remember hearing your story like oh my gosh I relate to just this weird thing and not feeling fully good which I think so many of us get used to feeling kind of shitty or like feeling 
pretty good, but not great. And I, I share that same thing with you. Where I'm like, I want to feel amazing. I want to do really great. I want to go to the top. Like I wasn't feeling good. And yeah, I resonated with your story and then ended up doing, receiving the work that you now share with the world, which has really helped me. So, so amazing how much we've really resonated with each other for so long in so many different ways. Wow. And just to hear this again, it's like, yeah, the same thing. Like I was getting tested with, from medical doctors, like getting tested to see what was happening. And they kept being like, well, you're within normal limits. And I was like, I work out every day. I shouldn't be with the normal, like I'm not normal. And so I was like, okay, yeah, it was like something's happening and clearly it's not coming up on the radar for anyone but myself. And then so it was like this big um, realization of like, okay, I have to take this into my own hands and where am I going? You know? Yeah. And this is so good. Like for anybody listening to, and I think that something that you and I both really believe in is if you have your mind on something, like you want to feel better or, you know, there's something more like we are the ones who have to keep going and searching and trying to not only search, but also let in the answers or the support. And it's, I ended up finding network. You ended up finding it. I found it through you, but it was partially because I had been going to all these other things for years and years. I did regular chiropractic. I tried the doctors. I tried this. And and then I tried another form of chiropractic and I was not going to give up until I found like whatever that piece was. And eventually like I found the thing that works. And I think that that's really across the board in life. Just keep going, keep going until you find the thing. Yeah. That was a big journey for myself as well. And I kept asking myself the question. I was like, what is my purpose in this illness in the sickness Mm. like in this this eased body like what is my purpose in this and I was hungry for it I was thirsty for it I was like yearning to find my purpose I knew there was a greater purpose to it all so I remember spending months in my little Highland New York apartment just on the floor like praying and asking and then the answers started to you know reveal themselves and come in in perfect timing so yeah it's a big part is being like I'm done with what I've, how I've been experiencing life. I'm ready for more. I'm, I deserve more and the world deserves more. I'm really honing that in. It's, it's huge. Yeah. I love the part too of like, what is the lesson? What am I here to learn? And being, meeting it with curiosity rather than, I don't know, you can probably speak onto this better than me, but I feel like there's either two routes, which I don't like to speak in like black and white terms, but right. It's either we're going to meet it with curiosity we're going to kind of close off to it and mm. protect ourselves. And there's sort of two ways that we tend to go. Yeah. Cool. So I would love to hear. So you found network, your roommate got you on the table. You were like, this is the thing. And then you went through school for network. And then what I'd love to hear a little bit about what that path was like going through and then leading to where you are in Bali. But If you want to share like some things in between your roommate got you on the table for network and you're like, this is the thing. And then what? So I had a very interesting relationship with my purpose. And so it was very clear that network was the avenue that I wanted to study, immerse myself in and be a part of wholeheartedly. And it was a journey. So like from that first entrainment, I had that radical shift in my system. And then I got under consistent care and I was seeing my practitioner three times a week and I wasn't experiencing much, but something kept bringing me back. And it wasn't until a few months in where everything blasted open. And so I like fully dove into studying network. And so the chiropractic and network paths are a bit different so we can't actually study network in chiropractic school we have to take it outside of chiropractic school we have to be a chiropractor to study it so it's like I was a part of this really intense doctorate degree and then I had to fly to seminars every other month to learn network and learning this network was a journey that was just quite intense I remember my mentors just like being in my face being like it's very specific this technique and 
it just took me to my core, really, really took me to my core. And I tried to walk away from this over and over and over again. There was another technique that was super potent in chiropractic school and it was, it gave me so much more freedom. So I was like, I don't want to be constrained to learning this very structured technique. And so I kept trying to go to a different technique and every time I did, my body would get sick again or something would happen. And so it was like this ultimate surrender of like, okay, I'm going to learn this technology, spend thousands and thousands of extra dollars and time and effort and take more exams and become a network practitioner. But it, it, it was wow. definitely a big surrender. And Can you like share what network is? Because we haven't done that on here. And for anybody who's listening, we're kind of throwing it around. And I'd love for you to share like what is Network's Final? Yes, I would love to. Network Spinal is the way I've been describing it recently is it's like an ancient future technology. So mm-hmm. it's something we utilize in the past. And I believe it's it's where we must go if we want humanity to thrive. And it's here now. And this technology is super potent in, in the way that, have you heard the terms restorative healing versus reorganizational healing? No. So restorative healing is more of a traditional chiropractic approach or even more traditional holistic alternative methodologies and the medical system. It's actually bringing someone back to a previous state of health before the condition or the pain or the disease manifested to begin with. But when we're bringing someone back to a previous state of health, we're actually bringing them back to the place where the breakdown happened. And so we're looking at what's going wrong in the body and we're manipulating and fixing it and bringing it back to quote unquote, correct alignment, correct optimization, which I believe does have its place at some points. But again, it's bringing someone back to where they've been before where the breakdown happened. And so with network spinal, we're actually looking at what's going right in the body we call these these areas gateways, which are basically little vortexes that connect your body to the field around you. And they're the places in your body that are thriving, they're flourishing, they're functioning so good. They're like, pick me, pick me. I know what I'm doing and I want to teach the rest of the body how to function this good. And when we amplify what's going right in the system through very gentle and specific contacts, we're actually sending a specific message to the brain. Brain gets the memo, sends a message back to the body. And the brain-body connection spontaneously and magically does the reorganizing to a higher state of being, a higher frequency, a higher vibration, where all of these old chronic tension patterns that your system has been storing for back in the childhood or even back into your ancestral lineage, they get to dissipate. They're no longer needed or required at this new vibration. And so what we're doing here is we're actually evolving the system to a place it hasn't been before. We're optimizing the system to be at a place again that it hasn't been before and so instead of bringing someone back we're bringing someone up and with this we're actually creating and developing new neural strategies new neural pathways for a whole new way forward it's super potent so good I love that restorative versus reorganization Mm -hmm. it's so so good and I Oh my gosh, I could listen to you talk about this forever. And it makes so much sense, right? It's like, rather than bringing your body to where you were before, it's bringing you to somewhere where you've never been before, upgrading the nervous system, expanding, like going to new places. And I love just sort of the the message. It's really similar in my work, but totally different but it's like expanding our capacity expanding our flexibility and and you're actually going into the body and doing that with your hands yes so good super amazing so connected on that as well yeah we're like nervous system upgrades (laughs) going to new places (laughs) and I think the two complement each other so well and I often recommend like network to people in this kind of work, because if you're going to do so much of the work in the mind and in the body from your consciously yourself, like going into your body with your mind or in your mind or in your work to also pair it with something where you're going straight in is so, so, so profound. So you kept getting 
drawn back into this work naturally. So I think listening to you and seeing you and witnessing you in it, it is so clear that this is your path in life and what you're here to share and bring to the world. So it makes so much sense that you kept getting drawn back to it. And yeah, I'll let you continue. You were talking about having somebody in New Mexico when you were in school. Yeah. So I was at the end of my program out in New Mexico, finishing my clinical requirements by shadowing a network doc and I had just gotten there and my body, I was sitting in the bathtub and I remember this moment so vividly where my body was like, as my union to go to Bali and I'm like, Bali, we just got to New Mexico. And just like a side note is I, I hop around quite a lot where um, I have been. And so I ended up pushing that to the side. I, was, I heard it and I said, you know what? It's on the other side of the world. I just got to New Mexico. Like, I'll come back to you later. And I ended up moving to North Dakota a couple months later after I finished my clinical requirements. And I ended up experiencing, for the first time in my life, depression. And I was in a really toxic friendship. And it, it was the spiraling down effect for eight weeks of I couldn't grow my practice. I had six beautiful clients, but I couldn't grow beyond that. And I, I was also a hundred miles from the nearest stoplight. I was very isolated. So it's probably why. Yeah. But <laughs> we talk about that a lot in my work too. If you've listened along or worked with me of like isolation is a trauma response and like sort so of body stores it that way. And I always share and share to myself and to other people, like when things aren't going well, first thing we should do is check our environment and also make sure we're around people and then make sure we're around good people who, <laughs> who make us feel good. So, so resonate and hear that. That is so huge. Yeah. Yeah. What is the quote? We are like the five nervous systems that we spend the most time with or surround ourselves with. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So then I ended up listening to my pull to Bali and I went to Bali and my practice fell into my lap. Everything started to explode and open up for me. And it's been a journey since being out here there's so, I don't know what you want me to speak on, but there's been, it's been a journey for the past seven months. I've been out here since July. Um, lots of ebbs and flows. Yeah, I would love, because I think this is so beautiful that you kept getting the message about network and then you got the message about Bali and you were like sort of listening, sort of pushing it aside, which is just so funny. And I feel like so many people can relate. And I, I really feel like when, there's that thing that we're really meant to do and it drops into our field or it drops into our world. There's so much resistance oftentimes around the thing that we're really meant to do. So I'd love to hear a little bit because about when you first landed in Bali, like did you land in Bali and all of a sudden like it just took off or like, what was it like? So going from North Dakota and feeling depressed and then going into Bali like what was that transition like for you getting to Bali was one of the most intense initiations I've ever experienced truly and yeah like speaking on the, the receiving the messages and one important piece that I feel important to drop in here is like we're, we're constantly receiving messages and we have the choice whether to follow or to ignore mm. And our body, for me, a lot of it is body-based, but it, I mean, maybe it, it's happening in the field for you. And um, our body and, and the field will begin to speak up in ways that are undeniable and it will get louder and louder and louder until we, you know, follow this path that is, is beckoning us forward. And as soon as I committed myself to, it's like, okay, I'm going to Bali. There were so many hoops I needed to jump through. I honestly didn't think I was going to make it through. Just, I, I was exhausted. I was living with my dad for a month and a half in Colorado in a closet. He says it's not a closet, but it was a closet with a bed in it. <laughs> and <laughs> it was like the, the most humbling experience of what felt to me as like rock bottom I was at this like rock bottom place of 
like here I am here's where my decisions have led me and when I made the conscious decision to come out to Bali it's like I felt like there were all of these tests tests aren't really the right word but that's what's coming to me right now of like are you ready are you ready to step into this like everything you've been asking for and wanting is out there like show me your devotion type of thing like my boxes were getting lost in the ethers me on their way to Colorado from North Dakota like weird stuff was happening and I ended up hopping on a flight with $200 in my bank account in total trust and faith that whatever this pull to Bali was was real and I was in contact with a colleague at the time so I had a mutual friend who connected me with another network practitioner who was out here in Bali for the past two and a half years and he was actually heading back to the states for the first time in two and a half years and so he was basically handing his practice over to me and he was like you're not going to believe this Esme but as like as soon as I committed myself to Bali he's like all of these new clients are coming in and, and wanting to receive care and he was like you're magnetizing them in, you know, and like a lot of people can think like, oh, you're lucky, you know, it's happening on accident. And it was when I claimed my alignment and my truth that things started flowing in. And so I got to Bali and I like literally had my practice fall into my lap. And then, you know, that happened, lasted for a month. And again, like I said, there's been these ebbs and flows, but it really showed me the alignment piece that is huge. Yeah. I so feel that when you're talking to like, it's a divine timing that you can't even like when you're saying that, I'm like, no, that was not a coincidence. I can feel it. And I want to speak to that. It's so incredible. I love that that happened. And right. It's like the things will kind of rearrange themselves around us when we really, really decide. And I'm super curious to ask you because this has come up a lot in many episodes before and in many people's lives of this whole thing of hitting rock bottom before you start climbing out of the hole. And what I'm so curious what you think, like, do you feel like we, like, do we, I, cause what part of my work is like, let's learn these things so that you don't have to do that right let's like learn these tools so that you can listen and hear the messages and that you don't have to end up in this place and I'm curious what your take on that is yeah this is such an interesting topic for me have you read the book existential king I have not and I've been recommended that book many many times but I I might have it on audible I've never listened this book has been shifting everything for me and when I reflect on my journey I believe like hitting that rock bottom back in the states was completely avoidable and completely my own my own doing of I was receiving the message that I was choosing not to listen to that and I was consciously doing this and yeah there's a very interesting journey that I'm on I also do believe that like I, I think this is this is a part of your work too. Like working with the unconscious and like how our our subconscious actually is running the show. Mm-hmm. And I do believe there are parts of me that have actually desired is a strong word, but have like actually desired to experience these points of rock bottom. Whether that's my financial rock bottom, my mental well being rock bottom. It's like they've actually desired. And have been, you know, experiencing pleasure and, and fulfillment in in reaching these places of rock bottom. And now, to me, it's like the journey. A lot of my work here is what I like to say is kinky play with light. Is like there it always is this part of us that is yearning to experience the dark and the light. Is yearning to experience the grief and the joy and if we don't allow ourselves to embrace and experience the fulfillment of the full spectrum of being a human, which is what our soul has come here to experience, we're actually continuing with societies like repression and ignoring and shaming and shame is the magic killer, right? It's like, yeah, anyway, we're going on a whole tangent here, but this is where a lot of my work stems around. Yeah. It's so good. Cause I totally agree. I've like, I mean, what a complex conversation because we totally can't avoid certain things. Not that we ever want to avoid emotions or bypass emotions. It's not what I'm talking about, but we can like avoid these 
big parts of life, right? Where there might be months and months and months where things just are like, nothing's working out. Like we don't have to land in those places. But when I look back on my life and the times where I've been there, it can be a really motivating place and a lot of energy can sort of come around that place. So whether it's subconscious or conscious, I totally am hearing that of sometimes it really can be the desire or the place to sprout from. And I, I really think that we get to choose how we want to be motivated or we get to choose our path or choose how we want to walk forward, which is a perfect gateway. Cause I really want to talk about, or have you share about your thoughts and feelings on that of really following the present moment and letting that guide people. Cause I know that that's so much of your work and I'd love to hear you share about how you can use the present moment to really tune in and guide you in your life. I feel that everything exists in the present moment Mm -hmm. and things are always shifting and always changing. And when we can actually land fully embodied, fully grounded in the present moment, that's where we receive the nudges or messages or whatever it is for what's next and I believe that the more we can continue to come back to the present moment the more we are open and receptive to our path unfolding in even better timing so timelines are always shifting and like one of my mentors said it's like we can either go this way to get to the same destination or we can you know take a very rapid effective and efficient path to get to the same destination and Things are always shifting for us, whether we said we claimed like what no longer serves, get to leave my field, you know, and it's like coming back to the present moment. It's like, okay, like what am I being asked of in in this moment? And allowing that to shift and change is is huge for the ever unfolding path of life. Yeah. I'm so I've I'd love like for anybody listening who's hearing that and right, because I what I'm picking up is like we all do that to some degree, right? It's like to some degree, we're all like listening to the messages and tuning in and we're going, okay, but to what degree? So I'm, I would love, like, are there any tools or things that you would share with someone to practice that muscle of tuning into the present moment? Because when I hear that, right, it's like, yeah, I do that. I might do that, but how could I do it even more? Like, how could I drop into that even more? I can give one little exercise if that, yeah. Yeah, if you feel cool. Yeah, yeah. So working with breath, breath, I'm sure you share this, Jaden, is safety, security, and stability in the system. It's our life force, and it's also the sense of, you know, grounded energy. And so... There are three main centers of the nervous system, the high heart, the solar plexus, and the belly button area. And so simply just placing your hands on those areas and sending breath to the area underneath your hands, it takes a moment. And that process will really help drop you into the present moment. Wow. So just putting your hands on your body, taking a breath. Yeah. And dropping in. Sending that yeah safety security and stability yeah Mm, so good I was talking to somebody the other day about breath and if we can just take one breath like we don't need to do a whole series or like a whole like Wim Hof thing on the beach like sometimes I'll do like a really long breath work it's just one breath can really 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 change your whole everything in a moment. Like if you can just do one. So even if you can't do all the high heart, like low heart, middle heart, like just one breath with your hands on your body, I feel like can just shift so much. That's so beautiful. And so, okay. So when you got to Bali, your practice sort of landed in your hands for a little bit. (laughs) You were like, and then there was another ebb and flow. Tell me what happened. Yeah, there's been a bunch of ebb and flows and uh, I got to beautifully experience um, 
some deeper layers of rock bottom on this journey and it was a very humbling and profound experience and one of the the major takeaways for me in in this most recent up-leveling process I've been in is the the journey of energetically being behind like I'm sure you talk about this too but like being behind what it is that we are here to do so a lot of my journey has been I live so far out in the future it's like well that's where I'm headed Mm. I, I can see my potential and I can see where I'm headed and that fuels me that feeds me and that that fires up my present moment but when I'm living so far out there it's like the act of being here and now which why a lot of my work is like radical acceptance and kinky play in the here and now it's like that has been my journey and so Mm. the act of getting behind like okay like I am out here in Bali like a part of a part of me, you know, is envisioning my, you know, my $5 million home on a mountain in Big Sur, but I'm actually out here in Bali right now. And it's like, can I be here and now and fully get behind what it is that I'm here to do? Because over and over and over again, Bali has been like, babe, you haven't even come out here to do what you, 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 like, you haven't even started. You just got here, you know? And yeah, the piece of energetically being behind, like, okay, here I am in Bali. Can I fully get behind being here and, you know, fully drop into the community here, fully drop into the clients I'm meant to serve here. And as soon as I started to do this, like I had, there's, you have to get a working license out here in Indonesia. And I had paid the fee for this like four months ago. And usually it comes in like a few weeks and it had been four months and I still haven't received mine and they were like oh this is the longest it's ever taken (laughs) I was like of course (laughs) and so I actually had been in this place where I my practice has been just referral based I couldn't promote it because if I did my you know I could have gotten kicked out had to pay a fee and like you know had to leave Bali and so I was really undercover I couldn't promote myself in any whatsapp groups or put posters around the cafes here and I was struggling in that sense of, you know, I was, I was again, like just referral based. And so it was, it was a stagnant process of it wasn't, my practice wasn't growing. And as soon as I really got behind, here I am, I want to drop into the community. I want to start serving. My key pass came two days later. I got invited to facilitate at a festival things started to roll again um, so many messages and I still haven't yet promoted myself but things are like flying again Ugh. so again it's like this constant piece for me of more and more and more alignment which I, I believe I meant to help guide others into and, and I get to experience this myself of that yeah. alignment piece. Ugh, I'm yeah. obsessed I'm obsessed with that it's so good and it reminds me of exactly that like surrendering into the moment and actually I love the way you said it like actually getting behind what it is that you're doing and why you want to do it and being in the experience and I don't know if you follow Louise Louise Hayes work at all but I really like her and actually might have mentioned this in the last podcast episode but it's really I've been thinking about it so much that she says urgency is resistance to like not wanting to learn the lessons that you're here to learn. And I I see urgency come up, of course, in my life. Of course, I'm not perfect. And with so many of the people who I work with, it's like, I want to do this. This is my alignment. This is my thing I want. This is my biggest desire. And I want it to happen now so it can be over so I can be in the house in Big Sur. (laughs) I don't have to do anything. And we really get to check ourselves of like, you know, what do I actually want? And, you know, the way I think about it is all we really want is happiness to feel good. And we want energy. We just want energy and we want to feel good and we want to maybe feel fulfilled. Like that's it. We're really not that complicated. We don't need the new kitchen. We don't need like all this stuff. We just want to feel good. And when we can make that our focus, all this stuff comes after it. The house comes, the opportunity, but we have to focus on what we really want is to feel good. 
we don't really want the health. We don't really want the title or the, the numbers or this. We just want to feel good. And the more we can come back to that, come away from the checklist items or the, the vision board and actually just come back to what we really want and face that and get behind it, then it comes. Mm, it was so beautiful. And the present moment piece that's in there too, because it that exists in the present moment. It exists here and now. And so can we allow ourselves to experience that now, even if we don't have the kitchen or the home? Yeah. Like we get to we get to access that now. Yeah, because we all know I, I share this all the time and it sounds like it's something that's been a part of your journey too. Clearly, it's like we're gonna get to the insert item that we want here. Like you're it's gonna happen. And who do you want to be when you get there? How do you want to feel? Like, because the reality is if you spend the whole time, let's say you want a house is a great example. I always imagine my house in like Northern California, Oregon, like on the coast, (laughs) similar big sir. So you want a beautiful house up there. And if we spend the whole time wanting that, just wishing we were already there, we're going to get there and then just wish we're either going to wish we had something more or we're going to wish we had our time back where we were just wanting that. And I'm always so careful. My biggest reminder is never to wish away the present moment. Yeah. Fully landing in. Cause I mean, we can receive this too. It's like so many things we've wanted in the past are here and now, like the manifestations of that are here we can actually like open up our windows and see that. And so it's like, if we're not actually enjoying that manifestation when the money comes in or the house comes in, it's like, are we going to be on to the next thing? And we don't actually receive and enjoy that too, you know? And then, yeah. So it's it's huge. And it's like tragic. Like it makes me want to cry, like thinking of that to not be able to like open up and go, this is, this is what I've been working toward and to be able to receive it or to be able to, notice I mean to notice what's around us in any given moment like if you have access to like water and a roof and clean air and you're even two percent living your dream life in any regard like oh my god how amazing and to be able to receive that is like the best thing that we could practice amen So good. I love being in your energy. And yeah, I just feel so, so aligned with the message of not only alignment, but being in the present moment. And I just really, really, really feel like we can't miss one of them, right? We can't focus because we get that like shiny, what people call it the shiny object syndrome, where you want the thing, want the thing, or you want to even get so focused on being more in your truth or being more in alignment that you forget the piece that we actually all want, which is the presence. And just to end, this is something that you shared with me on our week boxer, which literally shifted everything for me where I was, you know, in this intensive with, with a client and I was like, it doesn't feel fully aligned. Like it doesn't feel fully aligned. And you were like, you asked me this, you said, what if this was the alignment? to an even greater alignment and that was like yes of course (laughs) it's all a part of it yeah yeah like every lesson every piece and I I love that I gave you that question and you received it and it was such a moment for you because also just such a testament to no matter how much you do this work like we can still always be open to the reminders of the question of like, oh, yes, yes, this is the alignment. This is the thing. I loved that week with you. So I would love to hear a little bit before we jump off about kind of the work that you're doing now in Bali. Are you working just primarily in person? Like, what have you been up to? I know you were just facilitating at a festival. What else have you been up to? Mm, yes. I am currently in a place where majority of my work is 
definitely in person. I have a couple of people that I do see virtually, but the majority of my energy and focus right now is here in Bali. As soon as I got behind being here, it was like, oh my God, my soulmate clients are all walking around this island. How can I not be here, you know? And so I am currently in a place where I am asking myself the question, who am I in this network spinal work? So I've Mm. learned the foundation. I've learned from my mentor, Donnie Epstein. Again, I'm freshly out of school, less than a year out. And, you know, I really have this potent foundation and the technology is amazing. And now my, my journey is who am I in this and bringing in, I mean, I honestly view and perceive my clients as earth angels coming in to Mm. lay on my table and I get to practice. Like I really truly view it as like a sacred practice with them. And, Mm. you know, my little fairies, you know, they leave and they carry on with the rest of their day. And it's, it's really this, this journey of, discovering more and more and more of myself my my truest expression of this work and there are a lot of things entering my field I don't want to speak on on all of them but there is this up leveling and upgrading process happening where I am stepping more and more outside of network spinal and coming into the embodiment of my gifts and my expression of this and you know, like for one thing, I do I do foresee teaching other people how to do what I do and work on others and incorporating dance and maybe water and, and different different layers to this. And so that's my journey now is I, I work on people, I practice and I am stepping more and more into who I am. So beautiful. I love that. I love that visual of your clients being earth angels coming to the table and I love that so much and it's actually funny because my doctor who I work with he shares this story which I just love so much I just keep it so much in my heart that he was on stage with Abraham Hicks and he was asking her I forget I might like mess up the story a little bit but he was basically like my client has all these issues, right? I'm, I'm going to paraphrase. He's like, my client has all these issues and I can't fix them. Like what is going on? You know, like, why can't I help them? Why aren't whatever? And she looked at him and, and she said, why are you looking at your clients as anything other than perfection in the eyes of God? Mm. And that like really, really hit me. And that's a practice that I carry with me is really looking at my clients as just perfection in the eyes of God as much as I can. And it's been really transformative, I think, on both ends. That is so huge. Yeah, I love that. That has been my most recent journey, too, is is they are so whole and perfect as they are coming to me in their perfection and in their divinity. What a gift. Yeah, it's so funny. I was sharing with somebody. I was actually going to bring, I haven't been bringing like guest speakers into my programs as much because I realized like how much I need to know someone's work and someone's stuff before I bring them in. And I was interviewing somebody to come in as a guest speaker for one of my programs. And they had a couple different things that they shared and taught on. And they were like, oh, like, well, I could do this or I could do that. Like, what do your clients need? And I was like, need? I'm like, they don't need anything. <laughs> They're amazing. <laughs> They're perfect. Like, what do you mean? They don't, they don't need anything. And, but in that moment, I was like, that was a, something that I wasn't available to bring into my programs. So I was like, they don't need like that whole thing of they're perfect and they're whole and it's extra. What do they want? What could enhance even more? And that's the kind of energy that I bring and practice And that's all I would ever want anyone to do for me Uh, also. Yeah, uh, this is huge. I, at the festival I just facilitated, I, part of my talk, someone had asked me a question and and I look at her and I was like, you don't need me, you know, like you don't need to get on my table. You have all the answers within yourself. And I, I know that I trust your body's brilliance. I trust in the divinity that you are. And 
when we work with each other, when you do lay on my table, I believe that I'm helping facilitate a more rapid and effective and efficient evolution. But by no means do you need me. Mm. Yeah. So that is like so important. Yeah. It's yeah. So, 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 so important. And like anybody listening, if you do work like in any realm of similar work that we do, like take that in your back pocket as a practice, like practice that. And also when you work with people, right. It's like something important to look at with people is to hold that standard for the people who you hire, the people who you work with or hang out with. I think that's so important as really inspiring somebody's own greatness and being a vessel or being a container for it. But it, it's so good. It's like, it's, they never, nobody needs me. Nobody needs you. We are all so incredible, so amazing, so whole. And also we get to do great things. And also we get to learn and we get to choose when, how, and what we want to learn and how we want to do it. So I love that so much. I would love if you want to share how people can find you. I'm obsessed with following along with your work. I just, I feel like I received so much from listening and reading like what you do for your clients. And so I'd love if you want to share how people can find you and connect with you for now and in the future. And I'm also planting the seed that I hope to be in Bali sometime to connect with you in real life and receive from you and hang out and hug you. Oh, epic. Yes. Instagram is the best place. So it's Dr. Dr. Period Esme, E-S-M-A-E, period embodied underscore DC. Number one place. Awesome. I will make sure to add that in the show notes. And so you guys can connect on there and follow along, learn more about network about your work and what you're evolving to and the journey of that and I really just appreciate you coming on here and sharing your heart and your knowledge and I just really hope for anybody listening that there was at least like one nugget that really landed right you never know what that is but I hope that this really nourished you and and landed in the ways that you might have needed today so thank you for tuning in I had so much fun thank you so much Jaden it's been a pleasure and an honor to be here thank you All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please share on Instagram and tag me. I can guarantee it will make my day to hear from you. If you want to stay in the loop for future episodes, make sure to subscribe. And as always, if this episode made you think of someone you love, or you know someone who would benefit from listening, please send it their way. You never know how you can impact someone's life. Until next time.